Hello, Warriors. How are you guys doing this evening? This is Latrice Carter, um, and I am, am your host for the evening. And, and tonight, we have kind of a, a great uh, treat for you guys tonight. Uh, um, we are discussing big trouble in Little China. Now, I know it's not your typical horror movie, but... Uh, it has supernatural elements in it, so I counted it as a horror movie. Uh, um, I am discussing this great movie with um, with two um, uh, guests tonight. Uh, one is a newbie, one not so much. She did at least one podcast with me. She did Truth or Dare with me uh, like last year. I, I want to say it was like towards the end of last year. That we did truth or dare the um uh the version with lucy hale and um her friend justin boring he is a newbie but hopefully after tonight he will be with me again <laughs> uh say hello to the listeners guys hello. <laughs> well guys i'm so glad you're here um let's just get into it shall we let's just get into uh uh what do you love about big trouble in little china uh justin since you're the newbie tonight we'll start with you okay what what, what do you love about big trouble in little china like how did the movie speak to you back in the day or does it still speak to you Oh, it still speaks to me. Uh, I love it. It's one of my favorites. I'm a huge John Carpenter fan. Uh, I, uh, I actually, I'm pretty sure I saw this in the theaters. Again, we were talking about my poor memory before, but uh, I'm pretty sure my brother took me to see this in theaters. I know I saw it uh, on VHS uh, shortly after. Just one of my favorite movies of all time. Big Kurt Russell fan. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, actually, uh, I really like uh, what's his name? Uh, he's Wang. Uh, uh, he's oh, also... Dennis Dunn. Dennis yes, Dunn. Um, he was also in uh, in Prince of Darkness. He, he's my favorite character in in both of those movies. Uh, my my secret favorite character. My obviously my favorite character is always Kurt Russell, but. Um, <laughs> Dunn was my favorite secret character, <laughs> and uh, I mean I've always been a, a a fan of that that kind of theme, the kung fu theme, you know. And uh, yeah, it was awesome. It's awesome. Well, and... The fight scene, great. The the you know concept of the storms, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, big fan of that. And and it was funny too. It was. It was really funny. I love the comedic elements. I love that. Oh, yeah. And how about you, Miss Tracy? Um, I love. Okay, so Kurt Russell's character is like the ultimate, um, not anti-hero. I mean, he's he tries really hard. He messes up a lot. Yeah. Um, but he's real confident in himself. Um, and just. Like watching him go through all these motions, and, and you could tell everyone around him was kind of like rolling their eyes, like, oh shit. I, but, um, <laughs> I call his character the bumbling, confident idiot. That's perfect. <laughs> that, that's what yeah. I call. <laughs> he, 
guy. You're so worried about his stupid <laughs> truck. Like, guy. The but it's awesome because you never see a hero like that. Like in other movies, the hero is always the golden boy where he's perfect and he never has a bad thought and he gets everything right. So it was cool right. to see one that wasn't so. Um, yeah, perfect. And, and you know, uh, um, well, listening to the commentary and um, and you know, uh, reading stock up with the IB um, the database there, um, he but I think John Carpenter was going for the reverse of the white guy being the hero. You know, mm-hmm. and the Asian guy being the sidekick. He wanted to do the reverse, the flip of that. So, so that's why we have Chang is like the hero. And Kurt Russell's character is the bumbling, confident idiot. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why we have that. <laughs> but well, it works though. They play off each other. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. They really did. And, and it's really? um, it worked. In my opinion, it truly worked. So, uh, well, let's get into some questions here. Uh, now, my first question is always, who's your favorite character? But I wanted to do something a little bit different today because I just want to get. I just want to get down to the nitty gritty of everything. So, my first question tonight is going to be, uh, in your opinion, is Big Trouble in Little China a horror movie? Because I consider it a horror movie just because of the supernatural elements, you know? So, uh, Justin, we'll go to you first again. Do you consider Big Trouble in Little China a horror movie? I consider it, uh... I consider it a horror movie. I consider it a romance. I consider it uh, supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's a horror movie. Yeah, you know, you gotta. I think uh, so. I mean, it's it's one of those sort of offbeat, Shaun of the Dead kind of uh, comedy, uh, dark I'll horror buy that. Mm-hmm. Uh, thing. Um, but absolutely, I actually I always considered it a, a horror movie growing up. Maybe because John Carpenter directed it, but yeah, I mean other things too. He does action and sci-fi. Um, yeah. So I think he. It, I mean, I, I wouldn't even pigeonhole it as a as just a horror movie. I mean, I, it's like all those things I said. You know, it's uh, it's got you know Carpenter has that ability to uh, pull things from. Uh, horror from sci-fi from you know action or whatever and 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 blend them together into a into a great movie he, he's he's had some flops but in my opinion yeah but but big trouble in little china's in the top five here. oh yeah and most you, definitely most <laughs> definitely and miss tracy how about you uh do you think that this movie is a horror movie why or why um, not I- I kind of see it more as like romancing the stone in Chinatown, like that. <laughs> like, like you got the the um, the guy, the confident macho guy. You've got the girl, and they like hate love each other, and this whole thing is going on. And around them is all this other stuff happening. And um, 
So you've got this kung fu, and there's lightning flashing everywhere, and yeah. You know, but there's also these like monsters. There's like that big thing with the mouth that comes out at the end of the. He's in the truck. The hairy that, beast. That like yeti looking thing, <laughs> and, that, and then that thing with the eyeball. Oh yeah, yeah. Eye, you know. Behold. So those are like those are horror elements. So it's like there's a lot going on. You know, it's, it's yeah. hard to like Justin said. It's hard to like really put a pin in it and say this is what it is because there's a lot of things going on. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. And um, I did forget to mention though that um, Big Trouble in Little China uh, was released in July uh, on July second, nineteen eighty six, and oh. stars of course Kurt Russell and. Victor Wong and Kim Trail and, and we've mentioned his name once or twice. Dennis Dunn and James Hong, and they all did phenomenal. Oh, yeah. And um, and uh, yes, I I agree with Justin, and I agree with you too, Miss Tracy. There was a lot going on in the movie, and what you know, you can't just pinpoint just one genre. Um, it was like a mixture of all types of genres but i mean it scared me to death as a kid when the when that monster grabbed kim cattrall's character <laughs> it scared me to death so <laughs> so i i really do think that it is a horror movie i agree <laughs> and it's so many other things too that's what makes uh, yeah it so, yeah you know. it is very diverse in that mm. in that effect you know. Well, I mean, the the fights. It's so it's an action movie, but it's a horror movie, right? You know? But it's also a love story too, because remember it. I mean, uh, Chang wanted to uh, get his fiance back so they could be married. <laughs> yeah. Like I yeah. said, bro, you know, and then and then you've got the uh, sort of fizzled romance between Kim Cattrall and. Uh, and Kurt Russell, which I loved. I loved how they did that. You know? I did. I did too. But I, I was wondering, like, okay, how did this happen? Because she clearly did not like Jack. Jack was trying to get with her, but she was like, uh-uh. But you on her, he wore her down. She liked him at the end. Yes, yeah, she did. Put <laughs> that old-fashioned thinking that if you keep knocking on the girl's door, she'll finally go out with you. Yeah. And that was romantic. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh. okay so who was everybody's favorite character uh 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 justin we'll start with you again because you you were telling us your secret favorite character but who's your outward favorite character obviously it's uh it's kurt russell i mean come on you know <laughs> he's got all the lines yeah, he, uh, he he's, he bumbles gracefully. Uh, <laughs> brilliant idiot, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> um, like I said, though, he's my favorite obvious character, and uh, and Wang uh, Dunn is my not Wang Chung. Wang Dunn is my <laughs> favorite, favorite. I like the combo of them. You know the way they play off each other. And, yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. and everything that that's what made it for me um but i i got a shout out to uh james hong for low pan too oh yes he was good he was magnificent 
What a great deal. He was magnificent. I just wrote a post that he's in another movie recently. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's still alive. He's He just had a birthday. I just put his, um, I just put his birthday, um, shout out, uh, sometime, sometime last month. I think it was. Oh, wow. Yeah. He must be 90 or something. Mm-hmm. He was in Revenge of the Nerds. Yes, he was. He was oh, in part two. Yeah, yeah. Was he in part one or part two? I think it was part two, right? Part two, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought so. In Paradise. <laughs> the guy who plays Egg. Oh, uh, he was also in. Uh, um, yeah, Wong. Victor. Victor Wong. That's Victor Wong. Yeah. Okay. So in uh, Prince of Darkness, loved him in that. Yeah. I yeah, actually I actually loved him as um the grandpa on Three Ninjas. I, I was okay. a Three Ninjas nerd growing up. Oh my I love... god. Heard that title in a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> I bet great. you none of my listeners have heard it in a very long time. But yes, I loved the Green Ninjas. I had a crush on at least the older two. Colt and Rocky. <laughs> well, I only have a crush on one of them, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh, and you know what else this movie could be, though? Uh, one of those buddy comedies. You know, because, oh, yeah. of, because of the banter between Kurt Russell and... Um, and then it's done. It could be, Very it could be a button comedy. It's yeah. kind of interesting to think, like you, when you picture Kurt Russell's character, he's tough and he's got the bullet, which was cool back then. And he's got like, the, he drives the big truck and he's just like macho man. And then Wang is like kind of a, he's slight, short. Short, sh- sh- I was just gonna say, he is a shorty. Tiny, you know, but he, but they, when he's fighting, he's like, oh, like slipping through the air, he's kicking all kinds of butt, you know. And so, back in the 80s, you know, people assumed that the tough guy, you know, is the guy who's gonna, and then you've got Wang who's running around like Kurt Russell's like rah, 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 complaining about something or whatever, and then off on the side, you can see him like, woo, woo, like flying through the air, and stuff, <laughs> everybody. So, he was like, knocks himself out, right? Oh, that's my favorite part. <laughs> well, um, who's your favorite character, Tracy? I'm sorry. Um, probably Wang. Um, just because he was so like, I love the I love the expression when he says nothing or double. Right, <laughs> nothing why. or double, Jack. But um, like how he was so determined to get this girl. Like he hadn't obviously hadn't seen her in a long time because she'd been in. China waiting for him to be able to bring her over. Right. And then when he finally brings her over, he's not just like, oh, well, that didn't work. Yeah, like, he, he obviously was very dedicated to her, and I felt Oh, yeah. Was, very committed. Know. Yeah. That was very honorable. Yeah. Well, you know what? I went a different route from the two of you guys. I, I, and I know that, you know, those characters should have been, like, my favorite character because I do love them. But you know who I loved even more? I love Eddie. Oh, oh Eddie. I love yeah. Eddie. Oh my goodness. He was just he was as funny as Kurt Russell's character was, I think Eddie was the comic relief. 
because he had some very comic lines. And he doesn't get like a lot of credit either. Like people uh, kind yeah. of dismiss, like no one talks about him very much. No, no, nobody talks about Eddie, and they should. They should. I'm telling yeah. you, he is a very good. He was he was a very good actor. He acted the heck out of Eddie. Um, I feel like a jerk. <laughs> no, I I really liked Eddie too. His budding romance with Cattrall's uh, uh, friend. Yes, the the, yeah. the, the uh, news at the reporter. very end when she's like, yeah, yeah. "Would you over my place?" and his eyes go. Like, <laughs> yes, like he was like wide open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was a sweet character. I, 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 I go for those kind of characters too. I mean, he, he was just like I loved it when um uh uh when uh I, I want to say it was Chain that introduced him as the later D. He was like, and a whole lot more. <laughs> <laughs> and a whole lot more. I'm sorry, my phone is about to die, so I'm trying to plug it in. <laughs> oh, okay. No problem. The listeners can't see you. Me and Tracy can see you. So. That's oh, true. Okay, That's good. Good. Just keep doing it, and then we'll pretend we don't see you walking around the room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still engaged. Eddie, uh, I love him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so who is your least favorite character? And Tracy will come to you first for this for uh, this time. Uh, who is your least favorite character? If you have um, I would say his name is like Thunder, right? Oh man! Thunder. Yeah, it might be thunder. Like, I think like, it is. So one note, like all he is is just a guy that likes to smash things. He's like the Hulk. Like he has no personality whatsoever. He's just the, just there to beat things up. And I was like, that's kind of a waste of character. You know? <laughs> so I don't look like not. I did not like him. I just was not impressed by what they did with him. I guess. Ah, sorry. <laughs> oh, you're fine. You're fine. That's just um, me plugging in my phone, and now the world knows. Now the world. <laughs> How could you hate on Thunder, Tracy? That hurts me. I loved Thunder. Remember we just blew so, up? He's like, does, it, does he even have a line? Does he talk? Or does he just go? <laughs> was that thunder or was that lightning? I thought that was lightning. I liked lightning. That was Raiden, wasn't it? Or the guy with the basket on his head. Oh, the basket head, yeah. That was yeah, he really was my hard favorite to jump of the ride. storms. And uh, like rain. He like, like stapled it to his head so it wouldn't fly off. <laughs> I think that's what they did, film, too. I no, I have no idea if they did that or not. I, I don't want to lie to my listeners, <laughs> but because I, I have no idea if they did that or not. But but it seems like they should have because I don't know I don't know how else he would keep that thing on his head while doing all those darn flips. Yeah, that's John Carpenter, man. He probably latexed it to his head or something. <laughs> I mean, it was all practical effects back then. So nowadays they just CGI it in. Yeah. Yeah. That's I think very about true. The movie Scrooge, when they're talking about trying to get the antlers on the little mice, the head of the mice, oh, the, yeah. uh, live action, and they're like, yeah. tried everything to get those antlers to stand. They don't stand on. And Bill Murray's like, have you tried staples? <laughs> 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 
I forgot about that. I just watched that. Oh, Carol Kane is amazing in that. And Justin, who? Justin, who is your least favorite character? (sighs) Bill Murray. No, I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) 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 Uh, My least favorite. (sighs) Hmm. Kim Cattrall. Mm. Wow. Yeah, she's so. Uh, uh, now, don't get me wrong. I, I liked her character well enough, and uh, and I I liked the interaction with her and Kurt, and I liked that it was sort of a fizzled romance, which lended a air of genuineness to it. But uh, I don't know. I've always kind of had a thing with her. I don't like her in Sex in the City. <laughs> I didn't like her in this too much. I didn't like her in Mannequin. Like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> just the voice and, and everything. But I did like the character. And I, I you know, just she, She's point. very, like, you could tell it's before women had the power, how, like, powerful roles in movies. Because she's all like, mm-hmm. oh, save me. Like, she has that kind of attitude. That's annoying to watch now. Because you're like, oh, suck it up. Oh, all right. Well, well, you know what? I liked her character in, um, I liked her character in uh, Police Academy. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you guys forgot she was in Police I Academy. She was in that. <laughs> hey, I got one for you. I liked her in Porky's. Oh, oh yeah, I, I I just watched Porky's for <laughs> the first time. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god. So my my fiance is like, do not watch this in front of our son. It's <laughs> like, I'm no, not it's not kids. It's probably good place. <laughs> Although I I thought, I'm not. I, I'm not even gonna watch it again because woo, that will be there. Yeah, that's raunchy. Oh that's my gosh, raunchy. that's it, Lord. If people if people are protesting movies now. They must have right. really protested this movie back then. My God. Well, you know, now, think about you know, this. To that. We're like, that's, you know, that's rude to somebody, so now we're going to protest it. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, well, it looks about like a different this. mindset now. Look at Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. You know, they go on a panty raid, they put video cameras in the, in the oh, girls. Oh, yeah dormitory and watching them naked and stuff like that you know what there's a lot of stuff that they got away with in the 80s that they would not get away with now but but you know i think that's kind of what i think that's kind of the 80s charm though because it was like nobody cared i mean i and i I, I don't mean I know, to sound to care now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean I don't mean to sound like like um I, I don't know. It's just there's something missing now with the movies today and stuff like that. And I think that's kind of what it is. People yeah. aren't telling us the truth. People are like kind kind of like watering down what what you know oh, like yeah. back in the day like we okay prime example and uh <laughs> i was watching an episode of give me a break oh, yeah. you guys remember give me a break right i'm oh, sure yeah. my listeners 
if, if they're if right. they're over a certain age, they would they will know about Vinnie Freak. If that if not, it's to, it's streaming up free on Tubi, so you guys can go on Tubi, right. check it out, and and see exact exactly what I'm talking about. But and you know, Give Me a Break was made in the '80s. It's about a black woman who was who takes care of these white kids and everything. But they but she was best friends with her mom, with their mother. So that's how that happened. Well, in this one episode, um, the youngest girl was trying to get Nell and her dad's attention, but her dad and Nell were fighting. And uh, and Nell was like, would you hold on a minute, Sam? And she said, no, you hold on a minute. How would you like it if somebody called you with the N-word? And she actually said it. No, sir. Really? She actually said the N-word. You know, I think I remember that now that I'm remembering the correct show. I was thinking of uh, what's happening before. Yeah, you were thinking but of uh, Raj and rerun and those I guys. I don't mind. Yeah. 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 No, that's that's good time. That's good time. <laughs> it gets confusing, but yes, uh, give me a break. I remember that episode mm-hmm. uh, actually. Now that you yeah, that and episode. the, fa- the her father girl, went she- crazy. I mean, he was like, you were going to get it, little girl. You're going to get up. But the thing that I'm trying to get at is they weren't scared to do it. Yeah. Today, that could ha- never happen. And I, I see why I do. I mean, me being an African-American woman, I can, I can see why you wouldn't want that. I mean, you don't want the repercussions or anything like that. But... Here's the thing. Uh, It's the truth. You know, like Nell said, uh, Nell brought up a good point, you know, in the episode. Because the guy's like, aren't you mad? She was like, well, it's not my favorite word in the the universe. But you know what? People use it. People use it. They do use the N-word. You know, uh, heck, uh, you know, African Americans use it amongst each other. You know, we, we, you know, we claim it as ours now. You know, but um, and and I, I know that we have gotten off of the <laughs> big trouble in Little China a little bit, but I, I mean, we, I just say all that to say that the '80s movies and the '80s TV as a whole, the media as a whole, was. Back then, it was truthful, and it was nice. It was yeah. nice that they were so truthful, and even in it, and even Porky's, as raunchy as it is, <laughs> was very truthful in saying that this is what teenagers do. Teenagers are—they're not all prim and proper. The girls are, you know, Miss Perfect or Miss Virginity. They are—they yeah. were out there. Oh my gosh. We thought American Pie was bad. Stereotype moms. Like you've got the, you know, there's the slutty one and the cheerleader. Like that, like it seems Mm -hmm. like when you make a character nowadays, they fit into like one box and that's their entire character. Like you don't get a lot of crossover with like um, the the virgin who smokes pot. Like, no, you don't get that. Because the virgin has to be a virgin, has to not like drugs. Like they all have to fit into like this category now. Yeah. But back then, it you was know, like... You guys are overlooking one other possibility. Uh-oh. What? 
We've become our parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks a day is the worst. They're terrible. They're no good. We, I like old Casablanca. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that, that, that is that, true. That like, you know, movies just ain't like they used to be, you know. Practical <laughs> like effects and, you know. Videotaping women naked without their consent. Which is called voyeurism, guys. That's that's one possibility. Because I got to tell you, man, I, there is something with today's movies. A lot of them. Uh, it is. It's missing something. Um, They're like glossy or something. Well, it's like, like the same thing. The grittiness of. To me, they don't have heart. I mean, look at Big Trouble in Little China. It didn't really do too well in the theaters, which a lot of 80s movies didn't actually. If you want to know the truth about it, a lot of 80s yeah. movies didn't. When they were at the movie theaters, they like bombed big time, but they had got a cult following. Look so. at Latrice bringing it back to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Bring it back. Let's bring it yeah, back. Right, right, we'll just talk about I'm good at that. It's like herding squirrels, right? <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right, though. I mean, uh, I mean, there were a lot of stereotypes and. Uh, in big trouble in little China, you might not get away with these days, you yeah, know. Like, oh yeah. Like how they oh yeah. Like, come on now. You know, <laughs> and that's 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 kind of the fun, you know. I mean, you got to be able to laugh at yourself. Yeah, and and that's what I'm talking about, just laughing yeah. at oneself. And yeah. but, and even in saying that. see an Asian wear a giant basket hat now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, and, you know, it, like to Justin's point, you know, I mean, uh, uh, even Dennis Dunn said it, you know, um, as a matter of fact, it is one of my five fun facts that I wrote down. Um, he said that, you know, there had never been that Asian representatives before, you know, they were never, you know, uh, like shown in that light in a movie before, you know, so he was drawn to that, you know, and I mean, and even though that, you know, they did uh, do a lot of stereotypes, like just to say that, you, you know, probably wouldn't be done today. It was, it, it they still, you know, uh, Paint, to me, they painted them in a really good light. I mean, I mean, yeah, you know, you have the bad Chinese people and you have the good Chinese people, but you have that in like every demographic, you know. So, so yeah. Uh, should okay. I talk, should I say something? Oh, sure. <laughs> Go ahead. What did you want to say? No, no. <laughs> 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 all right so okay what is your f oh i didn't mention my um least favorite that's because i don't have one <laughs> i didn't have a least favorite this time i usually can oh. dig and find one but this movie 
just had everything and and everybody and it did their job you know even though even lopan who you know he was the villain of course i wanted the villain to get his at the end which he did but he but the guy playing him james hong i mean come on he he was he didn't he played lopan gracefully if you in my humble opinion and well, he uh, had to do uh two low pans you know young low pan and old low pan, uh, yeah yeah which was uh admirable that he was able to pull both of those off he really had that creepy old guy thing down yes he did like, yeah but then there was one that looked like a real giant thing that like dude shower oh my <laughs> <laughs> okay now here's the question that i didn't i didn't send uh this in a message to you guys and now that i think about it i on um, last week i didn't send it in a message to um my guest last week either i'm gonna have to start uh this is a question i'm gonna have to start asking but i'm about what was your favorite line in the movie? Because I actually have a favorite line that I always crack up on every single time. And I, and I wind up saying it for days. <laughs> well, let's hear yours first. Okay. My favorite line is, well, this really pisses me off to no end. <laughs> I love saying, every time I hear it, I say it. It's like, if, if, I'm, if, if I get pissed off at something, I'm like, this really pisses me off to no end. <laughs> I say that every day. <laughs> Are you quoting me or the movie? The movie. <laughs> oh, okay. It's okay. so funny. <laughs> I'm talking about Justin now, not the movie. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I like my favorite line in the movie is, what? What will never come back again? <laughs> you know, that thing comes out of the wall and eats the guy. Oh, yeah. And Victor Wan's like, yeah, it won't come back no more. And he's like, what? Hey, though, he says, it won't uh, come back no more. <laughs> he says it more uh, cleverly than I am. but uh, you know, And it will not come back again or something. It's like, what, what will not come back again? And then, the, then, then I like uh, Thunder's one line. No. <laughs> he has a line. I was gonna yeah, say like, Thunder uh, has a line. That it does any of them have a line? Well Yeah, yeah. Remember they come into the uh hotel dressed in disguises and he's like, Priest, borrow me this way. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so like, I, I can help line. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was John Carpenter didn't hurt himself writing dialogue. Didn't hurt himself. <laughs> And Tracy, what was your favorite line? I still like nothing a double. Oh, <laughs> I just love that. It's funny because, like, he's not—you can tell he's American. He's Asian, but he's so to, the fact that he has this like one slip up with this one expression. Mm. So it's it's kind of like, but it's almost like he does it on purpose, you know. So. Yeah, he probably did. Well, he's also kind of hornswoggling Jack, too, at the same time, you know. <laughs> yeah, they're both sort of double-playing each other. I uh, want to see him chop the bottle in half. 
I know. I wanted to see that too. We well, do know what he was trying to that do. That would have been right? so cool. No. What's he trying to do? So he was trying to knock Jack out with the bottle oh. so that he could take the money. Oh. And Jack caught the bottle because it's all in the reflex. It's all in the reflex. <laughs> which I'm surprised nobody said was their favorite line, quite frankly. But I, it's too obvious. It's too obvious. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, that that was always my in, uh, interpretation was that he was trying oh, to knock no. Jack out with the bottle so he could take the money. Take the money. Oh, and, and by, I mean, see, yeah, I did know, not get that. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he, he's not you know, stupid. I mean, he's smart, you know, yeah. and you can't cut yeah. a bottle in half. Right. You know. Yeah, you but also, I mean, Wang Chi was actually very nice, so I, I didn't get that from him, but you know what? That It could have been possible. <laughs> well, but their friendship, uh, their real friendship grew over the movie in the very beginning when they're gambling with one another. I mean, they knew who each other was, but, uh, Gun's character was trying to get money to get Miao Yin uh, from to China. So I mean, he's going, you know. Yeah. He, he didn't yeah. mind corn swoggling Jack Burton, but old Jack Burton, even though he's dumb, still has luck. So is it better to be lucky or smart? You know. Oh yeah, no. He was smart too. He's like, yeah, you ride with me. Like he's like, I thought I was gonna follow you. No, no. Yeah. I came to my senses. Uh huh. Okay, so what was everybody's favorite scene of the movie? And Miss Tracy, I'll go to you um, first for this one. What was your favorite scene? We already kind of talked about it. Uh, my favorite scene is that when they're just about to go out to fight, and Jack lips up the gun and shoots. And it oh, yeah. The, <laughs> and and the, the rocks come down. <laughs> that is a great scene. It is. And Justin, what about you? So I'm going to expand on that uh, because that is one of my favorite scenes in the movie. But what what brings it to the next level is when he that big, you know, armored guy comes up to him and he's getting ready to chop him right after he wakes up from shooting the ceiling. Oh. And he gets his knife in his boot and stabs the guy and he oh, falls yeah. on top of him. He was like, ah, oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> so he can't get in the fight, you know. <laughs> so... So it was cool, you know, he, he killed the guy, you know, he killed the bad guy and, it, and he did it in a cool way. And yes, but he did. In classic Burton fashion, you know, his his uh, coolness is short-lived. <laughs> <laughs> you like know, and then the guy falls cool. on top like, of him like, and he can't get him up. He's not really cool, he's like accident, like, you know what I mean? He doesn't, yeah. I mean, he tries to be cool and he's like goes past being awkward all the way back to cool. Mm -hmm. Well, my favorite part, and, and you know, I have many favorite parts in this movie. This movie was just, it, it's just so good, it's unreal. But my favorite part, uh, one of my favorite parts anyway, is when, when they first encounter Lopan. And, uh, and uh, Jack tries to run him down with his truck. And, you know, Lopan's like, come on, oh, come yeah. on, come on. And he, you know, it, he... <laughs> Uh, uh, runs him over, but he's he's like standing at the back of his truck, and Kurt Russell's like, "What the heck?" <laughs> like, what the heck? And then you know, cut to the restaurant scene, and he's like, 
I, I, I ran through him and he, he just has this light going through, right through him. <laughs> he's trying to call the insurance company and he's like, yeah, he's hey, like, I don't want to hear after like God, okay? <laughs> oh my God, that's great. You know, that's because Jack is the everyman, you know? Yeah. He's, right. He's everybody. You know, like everyone it, wants to be the hero, but everyone's really Jack. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah, right, exactly. Gonna... <laughs> exactly, Tracy. <laughs> that is so true. Say if it again for the people movie, in the back. That would be my character. <laughs> I'd be bumbling into stuff. And, oh, <laughs> that first idiot that went by myself somewhere and got killed. <laughs> like, I'd be the first one. I, I wouldn't get as far as the phone call to the insurance company. That's where my movie would end. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so what is everybody's least favorite scene? Justin, what's your least favorite scene? Uh, I don't know that I have one. I I, I love that movie. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, uh, Maybe the uh, the end when that uh, hairy thing crawls out of the back, you know? Oh, <sighs> yeah. He's got that, <laughs> that rubber jaw. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, kind of tacked on there to, at the end, I think. To be truthful, I had to, like, nitpick at something myself because I'm like, I'm like, oh, I don't really have, and you know, these are all questions that I think of myself, right? And I'm like, yeah, I don't even know. I mean, because it's so good, and the one that I settled for is, um, and like I said, I and this is just a nitpicky, is um, the first, the very first part when uh, Victor Wong is talking to his lawyer, and he's like, you know, he's, you know, um telling him about the magic and everything like that and then they oh, yeah. then they talk about you know um jack burton and he's like you leave jack, Bur jack burton alone we are in his debt or something like that i thought that they could have uh they didn't need that but but john carpenter um if, if you have the dvd and listen to the commentary like i always do i love com i love listening to the commentary <laughs> And well, John Carpenter said they they put that scene in that that's like an add-on. It it mm -hmm. really wasn't in the movie, but they added it because um, the 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 studio wanted to know yeah. who Jack Burton was or something like trying that. to endear the audience. To, yeah, um, but and, to me, yeah. in my opinion, they didn't need it. I yeah. I wasn't wondering who Jack was. I mean, he was just. He was somebody who was helping Wang out. That's mm -hmm. who he was. I didn't need to know. And, and this is coming from somebody who loves backstories. I love backstories. It, it's just something that I do. If I don't get a good backstory, I'll kind of make one up. But for this, I didn't <laughs> think that we needed one. I just didn't. I didn't think. Well, that that's we sort of one. that's. That's Jack Burton's charm. Is he? He doesn't need a backstory. He's this. Yeah, yeah. He's every exactly. Man, you know? On the screen, you're like, that's okay. You know. <laughs> no, he's wearing that that knitted pullover. You know that all the hippies and and <laughs> in school wore. You know all the potheads that had that thing. Oh, the um, drug rug. Is that what 
Yes, yes. <laughs> that was actually my least favorite part of the movie was the... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and man. Tracy, how about you? What was your least favorite part? Um, I couldn't really think of one either. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's all it's all good or better. You know what I mean? Again. Not, um, I couldn't really think of anything that I thought, oh, they didn't need that or, you know. Um, I guess maybe, maybe showing a lot of, um, oh, what was her name? The girl that he was trying to Kim Cattrall or, or Mio Yang. Yeah, yeah, Mio Yang. Yeah. Like showing her a lot of just being like Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay, we get it. She's got the red cheeks and she's, you know, whatever. But nice. you know, I don't know. Like it seemed like like they were just like pretty, look, pretty, you know. Yeah, mean? yeah, yeah. I understand. Because yeah, no, she didn't. I think the only line that she had was when she said yes. <laughs> when she was talking to Kim Cattrall. Oh man. Well in the commentary did I mean did she speak English or uh, I wonder. Hmm. You know what? I can't remember if the, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it again tonight and I'll let you yeah, guys know. Yeah, maybe she was Japanese and or, or yeah. Chinese. Because I think they did all speak English, but I also think that they all spoke Chinese too. But yeah. I I I'll watch it again with the commentary on tonight yeah, and I'll get back to you guys. Uh, you know, and but uh, for my listeners, Gordon. if you guys want to um see uh if they did or not and if you guys want to know the answer to that you guys will have to either uh join my horror movie warriors group or (laughs) or join my horror movie or join my horror movie uh warriors group (laughs) is there a third option (laughs) join my horror movie warriors group all right i'm going with c option c I'm, that would be a, I'm a only half joking. <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah, um but definitely I'll um I'll look into it and I'll see if because I really can't remember. I can't remember if John has said that they um if she spoke English or not. I can't yeah, remember. maybe some of them had some uh, some language barriers, which is why they didn't get a lot of lines or something. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like I was saying uh, before with Flash Gordon, uh, Ming's daughter, the, the girl who played her, actually didn't speak English at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had to learn all the lines uh, phonetically and or phonetically. How did, I don't know how that's said, Tracy. Yeah, you were right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, you know, she didn't speak a lick, a lick of English and, and, you know, had to learn all those lines. She didn't have that many lines, but, uh, you know, it can be a challenge. Right. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they could I be. Do what she was saying. Hmm? They could have been like, say this. And she was just, she had no idea what she was even saying. Oh, she didn't, she didn't have an idea at all. And she had to kind of, I guess it's been a long time since I've seen that commentary, but, uh, you know, she had to work with, uh, coaches and stuff who, who were kind of cluing her into the feel of things and and this and that so it, it was an added uh 
burden to the to the shoot to have to but they really wanted her and i i agree i mean she was perfect for the role you know and uh you know that's an 80s movie that had a strong heroine you know dale arden uh you know you got kim cattrall and in, in big trouble in little china you know <laughs> flustered and you know uh although she had a little she had some moxie to her she had some moxie Yes, you did. But, uh, yes, you did. Because she, you know, um, I mean, she was very mouthy. Yeah. <laughs> she was very mouthy. Also a stereotype, but, you know. I think that's what reminds me of Romancing the Stone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because, uh, uh, yeah, because she was mouthy. Uh, what was that, gr- that woman's Turner. name? Yes, yes, Kathleen Turner. Turner. She was very mouthy on that movie. <laughs> Well, okay. Okay, so I have a question for you guys. Another question for you guys. Do you guys think that Kurt Russell should have done at least three or four more horror movies? I mean, he he did the thing, you know, which is yeah. uh, which is what I'm watching right, right now. Since I can't watch Big Trouble in Little China, I opted for another John Carpenter Kurt Russell movie. Uh, you did the right thing. <laughs> um, but um, I, in my opinion, yes, I wholeheartedly think that he could have um, gone on and been a really good horror actor. You know, cause, I mean, we already know that he can do everything else. Well, he's got some range, that's for sure. Yeah. Bone Tomahawk, he was in. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I did hear about. It. I haven't seen it yet. I think it's on Netflix, oh, right? Good. It's very. I'm gonna tell you. I saw it when it first came out, and I was so excited. And it's very like it's, the beginning is got action, and the end is got action. It, it's like two hours long, and then the middle is just like let's ride through the desert. Like it was just really yeah. boring, and they barely talked. Yeah. And oh wow! You're like okay. See, like, okay, let's fast forward to when we get to the cannibals, please. Yeah, oh, my I God. Mean, so, it, so it's kind of boring then? Yeah. Sid Haynes was barely in it. Yeah, Joanne, I like, know. I know. They didn't utilize any of the good stuff there, which no. is a shame. I still like the movie, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they didn't. Uh, did you ever see The Missing with. Um, uh, those people, the actor and the actress <laughs> that were in that movie. Oh, well, that yeah. sums it up. No, no okay. and, uh, the cop. What's his name? Oh, Tommy um, Lee Jones. Tommy Lee I Jones. I was in the Goonies. Josh Brolin. Yes. No, the other guy, Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> but, well, Tommy Lee Jones wasn't in the Goonies. <laughs> no, no, no. No, he was in uh, uh, The Missing, which is the movie I was trying to think of. Right. Um, and also, uh, <laughs> what's her brain from Thor Ragnarok? Was the big bad? Uh, uh, I know who you're talking about, but the name isn't coming to me. Yeah, she's a British actress. Very, very nice. I like her. But anyway, it was a great movie. Uh, the, the villain in that was awesome. He was this kind of voodoo uh, uh witch doctor, um, Native American type, and uh, that was a great movie. That's what I thought Bone Tomahawk was kind of going to kind of capture, but it, it didn't. 
Mm. Uh, unfortunately, but The Missing, yeah, it's a great movie. Check it out. Well, I, I, I'm going to. I'm going to um, check out both movies because I haven't. Um, I haven't well, seen Bone Tomahawk. Did you see it, Justin? Bone Tomahawk. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so you, yeah, so you agree that it was boring. Oh yeah. Which was um, a, a real shame, you know. Yeah, yeah. They could have trimmed that by like half an hour. It would have been great. Yeah. Go. Have you seen The Missing, uh, Tracy? Yeah. That that'll give you everything Bone Tomahawk didn't. No. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm, I'm going to check that out, see if it's streaming anywhere. Yeah, yeah. See, um, speaking of Kurt Russell and horror movies, did you guys see The Boy and His Dog? Oh, oh yeah, The Nuclear Holocaust. The Dog Talks? No, Wait, I haven't Don seen Thompson, that. Isn't it? Kurt Russell's like 12. I thought it was Don Johnson. I think it's Kurt. I think it was his first movie. I'm like 99% sure. You're you're huh. most likely right. I'll, yeah, I'll have to look that up and I'll have to see. Too. Here, wait, a boy and his dog. You're probably right. Forget I said that. But the, I do remember the dog that talked. Well, he's researching uh, it now. Our researcher here. I don't know how good he is at that. <laughs> yeah, we're already we're googling it. <laughs> <laughs> and and hitting the same pitfalls on IMDb that we did before. Come on, guys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Don Johnson. It is Don Johnson? Yeah. See? You were right. Who was, uh, wait, Kurt Russell was in something else very similar, though. I, I Yeah, I think, I think I'm just, like, confusing the movie title. Like, he did do something similar. Yeah, and it was, huh. like, his first acting role, wasn't it? Yeah, and he was young, like, yeah, well, well, yeah, he's been he's been acting since he was in, in uh um um his teenage years. I do know that, or his um not teenage years, but his um preteen, his preteen. Yeah, years. yeah. Let's see. First acting role, Kurt Russell. It, it, it's searching. Your, your computer <laughs> must be very very slow. No, it's me. It just knows it's brand new system. It's teasing. The Travels of Jamie McPeters, 1963. Not the one I think we were looking for, but. 1963? (laughs) Yeah, apparently that was his first movie. So, get your uh, Get your listeners to check that out, too. (laughs) Yes, check out. what uh, Kurt Russell's first um, movie was. <laughs> yeah, tell us. Tell us in the comments. Or, <laughs> or not his first movie, but the one where he was like 12. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he was like five. Well, you win okay. a free t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you win a golf clap on social media. Yay! Yeah. All right, guys. So my last question is, um, my deep question, of course, um, how does Big Trouble in Little China pertain to the Bible? And I'll go first for this one, guys. Um, the use of sorcery is nothing new. Uh, however, it is against God. We know this as Christians. Um, it, can, it angers him. You know, um, one instance of this anger is um, King Manessa. 
in Second Chronicles. Uh, king Manasseh had became king at 12, at the age of 12. But he did evil in the eyes of the Lord. And this is this was Second Chronicles 33 and 2. But the scripture goes on to say, uh, he sacrificed his sons in the fire in the valley of Ben-Hinnom and practiced sorcery and divination and witchcraft and consulted mediums and spiritists. He did much evil in the eyes of the Lord, provoking him to anger, provoking the Lord to anger. And that was Second Chronicles 33 and 6. So uh, it pertains to the Bible in the way where, you know, it, it angers God, you know, um, sorcery and witchcraft and all that, that is of the, of the devil, because that's actually bringing glory to the devil and not God, you know, so um, that's my answer for that question. Um, Tracy, what, what do you, um, what's your opinion on how how does big trouble big trouble in little China pertain to the Bible? Um, I agree a little bit with the well, I agree a lot with the sorcery being because the main guys who did the magic, especially Lo Pan, were um, bad guys. Yeah. So it it it, it does imply it, it it like reassure it reinforces that. Yeah. Um, but um, there was also like the this is a terrible comparison. I can't believe I'm about to make it, but um, like Kurt, <laughs> Kurt Russell's like a, a the underdog. Like he's against a hundred gazillion Chinese people and magic and all these things, and he goes out there and he's just like, and he kicks all kinds of butt, kind of like Jesus did. You know, mm -hmm. like he Jesus was all by himself and he was just this guy and he had a couple friends and and then all of a sudden everywhere he went, everyone wanted to you know be with him and he he didn't. He wasn't, he, he wasn't, we know he wasn't attractive. He wasn't, um, he didn't look like that blue-eyed brown hair, you know, like he right. was from the middle. Yeah. Um, so he, um, you know, and, and he didn't look like anyone special. And and, that, and Jack kind of was like no one special either. So, and um, that, but then at the end, you're like, wow, you know, I mean, he did fumble a lot. Um, <laughs> You know, he, he came out on top because he was a good guy. He yeah. fumbled fantastically. Yes, he did. <laughs> Gloriously. <laughs> like I said, you know, he was the bumbling, confident idiot. <laughs> Jesus was not either one of those things. No. Okay? I just want to make that clear. <laughs> and I don't think that either. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just more like the underdog. Yeah. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I see what you're saying. And just, Justin, if you don't have anything to say about this question, you do not have to answer it at all. But I'll ask you sure, um, yeah. if you have an opinion on it or whatnot. Sure. I mean, it uh, it touches on, you know, the classic themes, uh, good versus evil, you know. Uh, yeah. Which is, at least in my understanding, uh you know, the cornerstone to all religions, uh, the Bible included, you know, it's uh, it's the never-ending struggle of good versus evil. Uh, yeah, that's very true. It's a classical, it's a classical theme, you know, for a reason. 
and uh, it's it's what we endure daily it's what uh you know jesus endured it's it's you know and then and the bad guys don't always wear bad guy clothes and uh good guys don't always uh you know not fumble foolishly through uh <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay, guys. So, uh, but yeah. So, yeah. The like you said, Justin. You know, um, the power. I mean, the str- the struggle of good and evil. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, that was actually a good way to put it <laughs> because that's Thank actually you. What, what you know what it was you know it's essentially that that is what it was it was a the you have the good guys you know the, which was jack chingley uh uh even uh uh kim cattrall's character she was a good guy she uh mm-hmm. eddie um the news reporter woman uh, you know, and they're yeah. all the good guys the against, yeah. against these powerful people, you know, these powerful evil people. So, yeah, it, it was that good versus evil type thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Well, guys, I don't have any more questions, but I do have five fun facts to share. <laughs> uh, let's see. The first fun fact um, I have is, um, and all of these are very, very interesting. Um, John Carpenter envisioned the film, and I think we went over this, um, as um, the inverse of traditional scenarios in action films with a Caucasian protagonist helped by a minority sidekick. Jack mm-hmm. Burton, des- despite his bravado, is constantly portrayed as rather bumbling. <laughs> Again, the bumbling, confident idiot. Uh, in one fight uh, sequence, <laughs> they agreed with you, Tracy. And <laughs> one uh, fight sequence, he even knocks himself unconscious before the fight begins. <laughs> And Wang Chi, on the other hand, is constantly portrayed as highly skilled and competent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my fun fact number two is um, Kurt Russell suffered a bad case of the flu during the scene just after the brothel. So the sweat on his body is real because of the fever. Ah, I knew that sweat was real. Kelly <laughs> <laughs> wasn't actually the sweat. That's right. That kind of sweat doesn't come out of a spray bottle, you know. And that was an awful. You must have felt awful. Oh my gosh, I, I know. I, oh, I haven't had the flu in forever, but I, I, I can tell you, I don't want it again. Oh. No. Nah. Nope. And let's see. My fun fact number three is um, this was the last studio film that uh, John Carpenter worked on 
at the end of the 1980s due to uh, various problems he experienced during the production of this film with the then studio head, Lawrence Gordon, uh, who constantly interfered with the film up until its release date. Carpenter's two uh, follow-up movies, Prince of Darkness, which came out in 1987, and They Live, which came out in 1988, were made independently via Alive Films without any studio interference and distributed by Universal Pictures. And my fun fact number four is... Um, the white egg, uh, the the vehicle Egg Chen drove in the movie was a 1936 white touring car. That car is now in Yellowstone uh, National Park, the location for which it was um, originally built. Uh, uh, it's named Hollywood now and gives tours out of Old Faithful. Sure. And my fun fact number five, the last fun fact that I have, is the martial arts sequences were not hard for Dennis Dunn, who plays Chain, uh, who had dabbled in training as a kid and done Chinese opera as an adult. He was drawn to the portrayal of Asian characters, uh, and I uh, spoke on this earlier, uh, he was um, drawn. He was um, drawn to the portrayal of Asian characters in the movie, as he said, "I'm seeing Chinese actors, uh, or yeah, Chinese actors getting to do stuff that American movies usually don't let them do. I, I've never seen this, this type of role for an Asian in an American film." So I get those from my five fun facts. And now we move on to the cast and crew that has passed on. There's actually quite a few people that's passed on. Not, it, not from the main um, actors or anything like that, but the crew itself um, kind of, yeah, so. Um, Let's see. Uh, well, Victor Victor Wong, um, uh, he plays Egg Shen. He passed away on September twelfth, two thousand one. So a day after. Wow. Yeah. Can you believe that? A day after the nine eleven attacks, he passes away. Uh, wow. He died of heart failure at the age of seventy four. Um. Tao Li Chi, he plays Uncle Tu. He passed away on October 16th, 2010, and he was 83. Mm. Uh, Noel, Noel Toy, her, uh, she played Miss Mrs. O'Toole. She passed away on Christmas Eve, 2003, two days before turning 85. Uh, she has suffered a stroke. Uh, Kenny Endoso, or Endoso, I'm sorry, Kenny Endoso, 
He played the chain scene number three. He passed away on August 10th, 2010. He died following a six-year battle with cancer, and he was 70. Uh, Stuart Kwan, he played the chain scene number four. He passed away on January 9th, 2006, and he was 43 years old. He was by far the youngest of everybody who passed away. Uh, Noble Craig, he plays the uh, sewer monster. And he also, quite a, uh, another bit of trivia, he also played Super Freddy on Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5, the dream um, child. Uh, he passed away on April 26, 2018. He was 69 years old. And guys, what I found out about this guy, uh, Noble Craig, oh my gosh. He was in the uh, military and he mm -hmm. got, actually got blown up. He lost yeah. like his legs. He lost the arm and everything like that. And still active. Wow. We have no excuse. If we're lazy, we have no excuse. Uh, uh, Paul J.Q. Lee. He plays um, a Chinese gambler. He passed away on January 18th, 2014, and he was 63. Um, Bill M. Ryusaki. He plays uh, Wing Kong Hatchet Man. Uh, he passed away. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. He passed yeah, they... away on December fourth, two thousand sixteen, at the age of eighty. Uh, Nathan John. He plays the Wing King Hatchet Man. Uh, or one of them, one of the Wing uh, Kong Hatchet Man. He passed away last year. Uh, April 24th, 2021, he was 74. And Bill Sato, he also plays one of the Wing Kong Hatchet Men, uh, but he was uncredited, though. Uh, he, he passed away on November 14th, 2012, and he was 75. And that's all for um, those who um, have passed away. Um, well, I did. I did read about an executive producer that had passed away. I forget his name right now, but he was like an executive producer, and he passed away too. I forget the name though. I'm so sorry. And I forget, I didn't write him his name down here. I'm, I I blame myself for that. We forgive you. <laughs> uh, now, and so does what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> well, now we move on to my grouper's reaction. I always um, ask my group because um, you know I like for my group to be a part of the podcast, even though they can't really or they're not on the podcast, it can still be a part of it by giving me answers. Uh, I asked them what their favorite scene was in Big Trouble in Little China. And I got three answers. Uh, Chris Lucera says, for sure, the fight scene in the alley. 
<laughs> and Nick Max says, there's so many. One of my favorites is the sword duel between Wang Chi and Rain. When they're flying back and forth and Wang is a great match for Rain. They land and Rain seems impressed and surprised at Wang's skills. And Wang just looks at him and flicks his eyebrows like, yeah, that's right. I'm badass too. <laughs> <laughs> and Allison Stonewell says, as a kid, I remember the women's eyes rolling back in their heads. It scared the crap out of me, and I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, well, guys, I don't have any more questions, no more fun facts, no more cast and crew that's passed on, and uh, no more grouper reactions. So we've come to the end of my podcast. Uh, Tracy and Justin, it has been a hoot with you guys. I thank you guys so much for being on this episode. Uh, we were supposed to have um, two more on with us, um, Lance Wagner and Nathan Della, but we understand that life happens. So uh, hopefully they'll be on. Uh, well, I know Nathan will probably uh, will be on it in April. We're actually doing, doing um, uh, Midnight Mass. I actually cannot wait. Oh, nice. uh, yeah, the, the Netflix series, Midnight Mass. I actually cannot wait mm -hmm. to do that one. Uh, um, I'm doing that one for Easter. Because, you, you know, it's like a religious horror series, yeah. you know. So I, I figured it'd go along with Easter. Uh, but uh, so, uh, and Nathan is supposed to be on that one. I'm going to have to get Lance on another uh, episode, Miss Tracy. So <laughs> ask him which which we gotta, episode. We gotta pin him down, man. He's like a huh? he's hard to pin down. <laughs> like, we tried getting him to do other things, and he's always like, oh, I can't. He's a do working it. man. Come on, dude. He's Watch a working man. Uh, well, well, well I'll get him. I'll get him on one of my podcasts one of these days. <laughs> Well, and Justin, uh, it's been a pleasure, sir. I hope you come back on one of my um uh, podcast, uh, one of my podcasts. I always put a schedule out. Um, I think the next time I put the schedule out will be in June, and that one is going to be mm -hmm. my Halloween schedule. I can't wait to. Yes, I can't wait for that. So um, that'll be sometime either in June or July. I'm thinking that I'm gonna nice. do it in June though. So so cool. yeah, yeah, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it yes, fun. no problem. No problem. I, I thank you guys so much and listeners, I thank you guys for listening to our discussion. Uh, hopefully you guys have had a good time listening as we have had a good time discussing it. So um, until next week. Now, next week I am discussing uh, uh, a, a movie called, called April Fools. Not April Fools Day. Not April Fools Day. It's called April Fools. It was made in 2007, and I actually Wikipedia'd it. And from what I read on Wikipedia about it, it's an African American version of prom night. Of oh, the wow. 1980s prom night. <laughs> That's what I I got prom night 1980 vibes, but from an all African American cast. <laughs> oh, nice. 
so I, so I really can't wait to watch it because I've never seen it before. So I, I can't wait to watch it. And I think it's an, an independent film. I don't think it was like a studio um, mm-hmm. film at all. So so I, uh, cool. and and Miss Tracy, I think I told you that I'm not really a big fan of the independent films, and which I'm not. So I'm kind of like. Uh, I kind of, in my mind, I already know that it's going to be bad. But, oh, no. But, <laughs> That's where all the original ideas come from. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I think we discussed that when we had, um, when we talked about Truth or Dare, we discussed how independent films, how, in your opinion, independent films, they, you know, they're out the box. And, and I mean, even John Carpenter, I mean, Look at what he said about, you know, about independent films. No, he didn't get any interference from any studios. So I guess, you know, it, it has its ups and downs and pros and cons, you know, j- just like everything else. We figure Halloween was an independent film. Yes. Yes, it so was. So that was, you know, so. It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. So, so maybe April Fool's will be awesome. If you guys want to know if it's awesome or not, if I think it's awesome or not, you'll have to listen to the podcast. You have to listen to the podcast. You have to listen to the podcast. Okay. Well, guys, it has been a pleasure. And um, until next week. Um, oh, and I'm discussing that with my admins, too. Yay. My admins are going to be on with me. My admins for my group page, Horror Movie Warriors. Uh, you guys, uh, if you guys have not... Um, uh, joined Horror Movie Warriors, the group, please do. Uh, we we love adding new people in. I, I, I for, for one, really love the group. And I know I'm biased because it's my group, but I really, I, I love going on there and seeing all the funny memes and, and, and people are suggesting movies to other people and everything like that. I, I love it. I love it. So, um, and I do have to um, say this too. It is a Christian horror movie uh, group. This is a Christian horror movie podcast. You know, in case you didn't get the memo, get the memo from the <laughs> <laughs> the question. The my last question I always ask in every one of my um, episodes. But but yes, it is a Christian. But but I mean, I accept anybody. You know, so uh, yeah. So there you go. But nine times out of ten, you're gonna hear me mention Jesus, like you know, without without a shadow of a doubt, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, until next week when I discuss April Fools 2007 with my admins. This has been Latrice Carter, Justin Boring, and Miss Tracy Allen, and we'll see you guys later. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Take care.